It's a lovely day today. So whatever you've got to do, you've got a lovely day to do it in. That's true. And I hope whatever you've got to do is something that can be done by two. For I'd really like to stay. Good morning, 1037. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Would love to hear from you in our text line, 437 1620. Marie Mott is joining me this morning. So if you'd like a link to the website for anything we are discussing, I can text it on over to you. Just request the link in our text line. Again, 850 437 1620. Let's find out what's happening at the Florida Department of Health in Escambia County. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Fresh new start, a new year. Does it feel like a new year to you? It does feel like a new year to me and and a very welcomed new year. (laughs) Yes. It feels different than the last two new years, right? I feel like we're kind of getting into a good rhythm, a good start, putting things behind us, maybe making healthier choices. I'm hoping. and, And I think outlook is a big part of that. So having that kind of fresh, positive outlook is is a important part of bringing on a good start so exactly so what's been going on or what do we have to look forward to in the new year with Escambia County Department of Health oh uh so many things um you know just again to kind of update a little bit on what's going on right now it is the middle of the winter and we just finished the holidays so you know it's it's not unexpected to see you know respiratory illnesses and other types of communicable illnesses kind of being shared around. So I, I'd certainly encourage people, you know, if you're feeling under the weather, stay home. <laughs> stay home. Call. What was that? What was that? <laughs> stay home. <laughs> Visit your doctor. Wash your hands. Everybody wash your hands. Not just the people feeling bad, but everybody wash your hands. Um, and and yes, don't, don't share things. Look at Jenna's... <laughs> She's spraying some hand sanitizer as we yeah. speak. <laughs> it smells good too, right? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I probably need to do that. I was just wiping everything down a second ago. But yeah, it's it's important for people to realize, even if it's really a head cold, not even stay away or just, hey, I had to come in and do this thing, right? Just that common courtesy of don't get too close. Mm-hmm. So we don't spread it. And yeah. then I'm going to leave and sanitizing in between those little things, maybe adding some extra fruits and vegetables into your lots of water. Fruits and vegetables never hurts from never a dietitian's hurts. perspective. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, from the perspective of a person who, you know, when you go to work and you have coworkers that are sick, you don't really want them there. And I know when you're feeling bad, you kind of, most people feel badly about not being at work and supporting their team but you're really doing everybody a favor by not going to work (laughs) you're you're right it's nobody's gonna be mad at you I think that's just what we've convinced ourselves in the hustle of the American culture of work 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 and and just you know keep in mind you know if you go into work sick and then three of your coworkers come down with something because you shared it then then there's three people out at once as opposed to one person being out oh, that's so, true you know don't be the force multiplier in the negative way <laughs> right that's very good no I think it's something to rem- 
if we've learned anything over the past couple of years is when you're not feeling well, it doesn't hurt to stay home. In fact, it helps a ton. We have all these beautiful ways to order food from our phone, text people, hey, I need help. Don't be afraid to ask for help too, even with your coworkers. Like, I didn't finish this project and I can't come in. Will you do this for me? Here's the information. Or to another coworker, can you drop off some soup? I can't, I don't know how to use apps on the phone, right? Check in on the elderly ones who don't have the apps on their phone, right? Yeah. I just, the only reason I had DoorDash on my phone is in case I get sick so I can order food and not have anybody contaminated, right? It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It will actually help, like you mentioned, to stay home. So please do that. And yeah, sanitize. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Check it. Yes, check in on people. That's a, that's an important thing I think we've learned from the past few years is, is you know, remembering to check on family, friends, your, your neighbor who you may not know very well, but you know is an older person that lives alone. Um, those kind of connections are important, not from only from a, you know, helping people stay well, but also just from a, you know, mental health and kind of social connection as well. I know January too can feel like a very bizarre month for so many people after coming off of a high of merriness and hustling, bustling and giving and being around people. And then you come off of that and some people might like it like a good clean sweep and a good refreshing of, okay, now we're going to go back to a little bit more of a, a mild life where we don't get to visit very often. But it can also feel a little bit like a shock to the system of, wait, I'm not out with people. We're not eating all this food and sitting around and staying in t together. It's just, yeah, you definitely need to check on people because there's that January blues. I think it's the second or third weekend in January that mental health experts have noted that's when the calls ramp up to the um, prevention hotlines. Lines. Yes. So, so definitely check in with people and check in with them often. And, and something as simple, hey, you know, are you okay? How are you doing? Is there is there anything you need that I can help you with? Yep. Because that's, you know, something I think in the in the crazy 21st century lifestyle, we've kind of lost a little bit of that. So getting right. back to that is, is a good thing. Yeah. Plus social media, we tend to just rely on people to tell us through social media. And if you're not super connected to that, then you don't know. And so it is important. And, you know, a good old knock on the door could help. And if they're not feeling well, you just feel like, okay, I'll stay back here and I'll leave you some cookies. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> some things. Yeah, but I mean, you know, a simple phone call might be that what that person needs to just to have another person to talk to and, you know, hear about what's going on in their life and yeah. share a little bit about their own life. So very true. Very so, true. Yeah, Check on your friends in the new year. Absolutely. So just in, in going backwards a little bit um, with when it comes to the new year, are we seeing an uptick? You said respiratory illnesses just across the board. Is a lot of that just from being in close quarters with people, not eating well, coupling with already germs just get, I feel like they just breed faster in the warm, uh, the colder months while we're in the indoor heat. Yeah. And then and statewide, you know, we'd kind of been seeing more of that really in the, in the late fall, early winter, and that hasn't changed a whole lot um, this week. It has not, you know, like jumped crazily, but okay, that's um, good. But that, so that's encouraging. But yes. we, we want to continue to not share the <laughs> right to not share. 
Um, we're still, what, just a week off of New Year's, so sometimes you see a little bit of a lag, so hopefully we won't be seeing next week a different story, but yeah. but let's do what we can to prevent that. And again, that's, you know, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands, right? Um, you know, if, you're, if you need to vaccinate, um, flu vaccine, I think you can get just about any pharmacy, COVID vaccines, I think you can get just about anywhere as well. Um, and then, you know, this is a good time maybe to talk to your doctor and see what else are you due for? How's your tetanus vaccine status? Because, you know, those kind of things, because those are like every five to 10 years for most people, we kind of forget about right. when's the last time we had that one. And right. And it's going to warm up soon. And I'm going to go work in the yard and don't want to, you know, cut myself on something and end up with. I heard too, that know. if you get like scratched by a cat or um, like anything like that, that which it happened to a friend of mine was attacked by like a random stray cat and I think they saw her cat scratched her eye she had to get a tetanus shot they just did it I guess out of precaution which I mean I guess you never know what they're walking through if they're strays outside Mm -hmm. I don't even want to think about it but (laughs) that's another note we just go off in that imagination but yeah you just double check I mean it doesn't doesn't hurt to kind of go back and look into uh, your history and see what you might need with your doctor too. And also I know right now, a lot of people with it being um, open enrollment as of February 1st, people either switch doctors or it's a new, new uh, in, yeah. uh, period. So they might start scheduling appointments to go back to the doctor or go do their annual physical in the upcoming months as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we see a lot of news here, the new deductible year, maybe mm-hmm. um, an open enrollment, like you mentioned, or just, you know, maybe this is your your time of year for your physical. Right. Um, you know, keep those things up to date. That's that's an important prevention and wellness thing that you can do for yourself. It's kind of a little New Year's gift to yourself. So. Exactly. Exactly. Taking care of yourself as a dietitian. Do you um, have any recommendations? Like when I know vitamin C is super vital and important when it comes to boosting our immune system uh, overall, do you have any recommendations for like the winter months when we can't really get out into the sun as much? I mean, it gets a little warm. I'm not going to lie, but it's not like we're getting outside, getting fresh air. We're cooped up. We tend to eat more uh, warmer meals, faster meals. Do you ever like give really good advice on how to pick the right things even if it's just frozen fruit and making a smoothie well and that and that's a really good point so um and this is a time of resolutions on eating habits for a lot of people so this is (laughs) very pertinent right (laughs) but um but yeah you know um fruits and vegetables are one of the things that as dietitians we kind of go to as almost a baseline recommendation because we tend to just not eat enough of those in general and they're so you know, vital in terms of what they provide to the body. But what a lot of people don't always realize is when they hear the word fruits and vegetables, they think about the produce section, which I love a good produce section. Don't get me wrong. Um, But uh, canned and frozen fruits and vegetables can be a really healthy choice for people. And it's certainly a better choice than um, most of the things you're going to find in the box styles. Certainly a better choice than what you might find in a fast food joint most of the time although some of them have stepped up their game with salads and fruit sides and things like that um 
but but a lot of times, for example, frozen vegetables are harvested and they are cleaned and blanched and frozen right then and there. So they really lose very little nutritional value. That's true. In, in that kind of I love frozen um, process, for lack of a better word. So and they're very convenient because yeah. if you're a busy mom or just not into working in the kitchen a whole lot, even right. if you're not a busy mom, yeah, it's yeah. nice to be able to you know pull out a, a cup full of frozen vegetables and steam them in the steamer and right throw them soups out of the frozen vegetables Mm -hmm. too it's crazy too when you go to the frozen vegetable aisle at most grocery stores they have so many options now it used to be kind of just like broccoli green beans and peas maybe carrots right and then yeah the mixed vegetable bag the mix the mix (laughs) with the with the with the corn and now you can get seasoning mix and steamer bags and Publix I'll say I mean they do buy one get ones a lot mm-hmm. three for whatever and so they try to make it affordable the cans too like you can get five for seven dollars or whatever they do so yeah I think that that's important we we uh tend to focus on oh my gosh I can't afford fresh produce but at the same time we have plenty of low sodium canned goods mm-hmm. that are optional even with with beans that are high in protein and fiber that are healthier than you know, a burger. Yep. Yep. And a lot of times you can go into the stores and find, you know, like the five for four or the four for five, you know, kind of specials. And one time, a lot of people don't really realize this. um, And I've actually made this mistake myself in the past is you don't have to usually buy five of those things to get the sale price. If you just need two, you can usually get, you know, two cans at the whatever the price is if you were to buy five for four yeah you know, the 75 cents or whatever exactly and a lot of times if you go another little fun thing when dixie does a lot of clearances and they clearance out mm-hmm. whether it's canned beans uh, boxed beans their health food section very often to bring in new merchandise so you always check and see i'm serious and look for the yellow sticker and they just kind of clearance things out here and there Mm -hmm. and even if you're like you know you're trying to get on that path of uh, refocusing your your taste buds is what i think it is reprogramming your brain and refocusing your taste buds in the new year because that's a lot of what it is especially when we come off of the cookie season Uh (laughs) it's literally the the season of cookies right there's the george Strait song um (laughs) But you're trying to focus that, well, there's plenty of low sugar, keto, macro focus, whatever your your diet or lifestyle plan is focused in the health food sections that's not as highly processed as they used to be. Things are becoming more natural, um, more simpler with their ingredients too, which I'm sure as a dietitian helps you in your job and going, yes, you can have that. And if you can't pronounce any of this, no, you should not have this. <laughs> if it has to tell you on the label that it's made with veggies, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I did try those uh, bars. Actually, here, I keep one in my bag just in case I get hungry. And I've been getting them for on days where I don't get enough fruit. And it's the that's it. And it's literally, it's get the consistency of a very soft apple. That's it bars and they're just blended fruit. No sugar, nothing else. It's blended fruit. It's a little different and the taste is you have to get used to it. But I've been trying to go for that instead of the chewy candies after 
the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Give the teeth, give the gut a break. (laughs) Yeah. And if you keep healthy options handy, you have a much better success rate at at making healthy choices. And it sounds so obvious, but it's one of those things like if you're prepared for when you're in a crunch and you don't have time to pull together a, a healthy lunch, but you have kind of a healthy you know, little go-to in your bag. Exactly. You're not going to end up at the drive-through. It does with, help with the large fries. It know. does. It that <laughs> does help too. And I'm sure planning ahead helps helps as well. Hey, I was going to ask you. I know it's about 10:53, and if you would like to ask a question, eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. Are there any offense, any time changes, anything that we need to be aware of when it comes to the health department? Well, yeah, I've got um, just on my little punch list of things to mention today. We got National Heart Month is coming up in February, so a lot of what we've talked about really kind of blends into that. But also, um, National uh, Black and African American HIV AIDS Awareness Day or month is, is also in February, and uh, we're going to be having an event on the seventh. Um, and there will be more details on our website, but um, February the seventh, uh, Forest Creek Apartments. Um, so, um, so those are some things that we're pulling together. Um, and I know last month we had a guest in covering a new project that we're launching countywide and it's a partnership project. Um, and that's the core program for, uh, opioid risk, uh, people in the county to provide different kinds of therapy to get them off of or away from dangerous drugs. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, that's like, we're I wasn't here. I was out of at a training that day, so I don't know if you were on the show yes. or did you have a replacement that day. But we had uh, from community community health health Northwest yeah. Florida. Um, Chandra came in, and she was discussing that this new program will be a way for us to really get a better handle on the opioid crisis and the fentanyl crisis. And she even shared it was very alarming because at the time, in fact, we were really starting to talk a little bit more about fentanyl and the presence in the community and the presence with our teens and our kids because there's already that exploration in drugs in the party world at these younger ages and in different communities. And there were certain people who were saying, there's no way that this exists in our county. And Chandra Chandra Smiley came on, who's the executive director. And she was saying, no, not only is it happening, but it is the number one cause of death it, in our county. And and we're kind of at the high end of the state, like high end of Florida. We're, we're, yes. We're, Which broke you know, my we, heart. we like to be number one in a lot of things, but not yeah, this. And, no. and sadly, we are at the top of the class for this problem. I'm hoping that this clinic and all of the help and connections within it will help us get a better handle on it. And also with it is coupled the mental health side. And I think that is the most important thing. It's been said over and over again, drugs do not cause people to want more drugs. Usually it's mental health issues. And so we want that. Like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, we want people to get help, reach out, ask for help, say, I'm not okay. I watched uh, or listened to a podcast recently and they said, the hardest thing for somebody to say for somebody to ever say is I need help because we're very, you know, we try to be stoic and strong and mm-hmm. I'm enough. I can do this, but sometimes we aren't enough and we need help. And we've seen that with the opioid crisis in the past almost three years or so in its um, 
uptick and uprise, and now with fentanyl being a pretty scary drug and scary for our law enforcement too, our health department, people in our communities, we definitely want to see this utilized and grow and supported by our community. Yeah, and 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 what we're trying to do with these partners um, is develop a kind of a holistic system of care for people with addiction problems. And it doesn't matter if the addiction problems stem from a mental health um, disconnect, because that is one of the gateways. Um, but yes. sometimes it sometimes it's there's a physical problem. They were treated with an opioid for pain, mm-hmm. and now there's a physical problem. Co- to cause the addiction, you know, that it's, it's kind of a trade-off. So. I did see in different health arenas when you need um, prescription drugs for after a surgery, right? Mm-hmm. They post-surgery make you go through questionnaires. How are you doing? How do you feel after you take the medications? And I have a friend who has a chronic illness. They make her take the test every month, go through the test. They do a urine sample they make sure that they're not overusing and it's that's a hard balance to find yeah with with people who are patients and so I I understand and so I'm really she did a great job Shandra did a great job and she's such a great asset for our community for the health side mental health for um, helping people even when it came to like helping homeless come off the street who had addiction problems Mm -hmm. too their doors are open for everyone. And I love that. Right. Yeah. And all of those things are so intertwined. So that's where that, that system of care comes into play. That's so important. Um, the other piece, so we have the long-term treatment and the care, but, um, just harm reduction and reversal, you know, if, if you don't carry naloxone, you could, and you can get a hold of it. I would, I would recommend carrying that because you never know when you might come across somebody who needs that help right then and there. Um, of just reversing an overdose. So we have that um, available in the health department and there are other resources in the community. I believe Health and Hope Clinic as well carries that. So consider picking up some, especially if you know that there's someone in your life that is at risk for that. Um, You could do that as well. Absolutely. Escambia.floridahealth.gov. Marie, thank you for joining me this morning. Happy New Year. Let's all resolve to be healthier and kinder to one another. Happy New Year.